in the silence of the trophy room, where the echoes of past conquests resonate, we discover how to lead as men. It is not solely about the trophies we proudly display, but the courage to learn from defeats, humbly lead, and forge a legacy worth more than any physical accolade. Together, we'll discover how to lead from the trophy room. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome back to Leading from the Trophy Room. Uh, I'm your co-host, Bo Mills, and this is my co-host, Jeremy White. Uh, This is episode three of our podcast. It's been fun to get to do this, speak to you guys, just really kind of off stage from a Sunday, uh, out of the office of a church, and just come to you guys as a couple of real men talking real things and uh, having fun with each other. Jeremy is actually uh, going on sabbatical. We're calling it sabbatical. He's just going yeah. on vacation. I'm They're actually in, in the middle of it. Bo, you're right in now. the middle of yeah, it right now. as you watch this. He'll yes. be right in the middle of sabbatical. <laughs> uh, and really a sabbatical. What is a sabbatical? That's a, such a ch- church term. It, it, it is. So you hear it in education. You hear it in church. Uh, basically, it's an extended time off uh, to, to just rest. It's really mental rest is what it is. Uh, so with with my job, there's a lot of uh, just a lot of mental work. And, uh, so, so typically pastors, I bet a lot of guys feel the same way. <laughs> I know, I know. So it really is a blessing. Honestly, it's, it's a blessing to be able uh, to get a break. Uh, the goal is to rest. The goal is to read. The goal is to, uh, to work out and just make sure that, uh, I'm healthy spiritually. So before I can lead, I, I need to be healthy and strong myself. Mm. So honestly, it's been 18 years since we started the church. I haven't been able to, uh, to really have an extended time off like this. And I felt like it would be a, a perfect time with my uh, son graduating uh, this year and daughters in college. It's probably the last time that we will all be at home together um, in the summer. So, uh, so yeah, that's what sabbatical is, man. We'll dive into to some of your plans for, for your vacation in a little bit, but so we just thought it'd be a perfect time to talk about vacations mm. and the importance of getting away and doing something with family yeah, as being, a leader of the household. Be intentional about it. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of times we take vacations, but sometimes we're not intentional with those vacations to really make them, make them count. You ever go on a vacation, you get in a fight and most may, of the vacations. maybe even you come home and you're like, wait, we were supposed to be closer together, but now we're all mad at each other. I don't even like my kids anymore. Yeah. Why the heck did I spend millions of dollars? Yes. Which it feels like millions of dollars. Yes. And then we're all angry. We left late. We packed too much. Yeah. I loaded the car. It's hot. So the kids are fighting. So let's talk about uh, let's talk about that. Buddy. All right. What you don't know. Hey, and guys, if you're watching this uh, or listening to this, one thing I do want to disclose is me and Jeremy going into these podcasts, we don't sit here and we don't rehearse these. Uh, we hardly, I really want to. I, I want to have structure. It's, I know. Bo won't let me. Yeah, I want them. I, I just want you guys to know this so is really coming from if, our hearts. If they it's suck, coming, it's Bo's fault. <laughs> yeah, they put it on me. But I just really want them to hear uh, how we interact daily and uh, just coming to them as real men. Like not recorded, not 
written out, not scripted. Uh, it's just us talking about real things. And so anyway, I just want to disclose yeah, that. Let's uh, dive back so, in. So we don't have, we don't have time to be guarded. So that's we're right. unguarded. That's so. right. That's right. What you don't know is, uh, and I just kind of briefly hinted at it right before we press record. I grew up taking vacations. It was just like a part of my life. My dad, uh, was in professional baseball for 43 years and every summer, we got in the car, we piled in mom's car, and she drove us across country to go see dad. And so my whole summer, every year of my life, was a vacation of seeing dad somewhere wherever he was coaching. Man, that's just cool because you were probably around some famous baseball players. A lot of famous baseball players. You probably didn't even know the difference as a little kid. Yeah, it was just uh, part of my life. Like, it's something we did. Uh, the ballpark was the playground, and uh, dad would get up, and we'd spend the mornings with each other, and then he'd go to the field. And most days during the summer, I'd go with him. So so what was your favorite ballpark that you uh, went on vacation at? So a lot of, lot of cool ballparks. Uh, one of my favorite memories uh, was Colorado Springs. He was the AAA manager for the Colorado Rockies at the time, uh, and their facility is in Colorado Springs. So we got to stay there uh, right at the base of – Pikes Peak, huge yeah. peak in, in Colorado. Got to go up there. They got a train that goes around it. And then a place called Garden of the Gods. I've I was been about, there. I've Garden been of there. the Gods? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. went there. So I was about 12 years old, 13 years old, and I got to work at Garden of the Gods really? at, a, at a pack station and pack people back in to Garden of the Gods. The owner, Donnie, would be back there cooking them breakfast. Huh. And then we'd pack them out at 13 years old. And uh, I remember going down, I was running down this trail and there was a rattlesnake across the trail. <laughs> and I literally went from running 25 miles an hour, it felt like a downhill to jumping up on a rock, screaming like a little girl. <laughs> and we got to kill that thing, skin it and salt it out. And I got the skin, but just great memory. I mean, just, yeah, I could, yeah, I could yeah. literally talk for three hours from the vacations we went on as a family and the impact they had in my life. So, so what did your family do well? Uh, we just spent time. We we went and uh, discovered things well. Okay. So we didn't just sit in the room or we just didn't stay around the apartment or the house. Yeah, we, we went and we explored uh -huh. and uh, discovered things and did things. And, uh, you know, and I'll be completely honest. At this point in my life, uh, a lot of people don't know this about me. I was a professional baseball player. My dad was a professional baseball coach. So they just have these ideas yeah. about us, if that makes sense. They paint their own picture. We were living in a double wide trailer right now. Mm -hmm. My dad hadn't had even bought himself his own vehicle. Yeah. He would drive his father's El Camino every year he got home. We didn't have a lot of money. Dad played in the big leagues, but blew out his knee and then went straight to the minor leagues as a coach and was probably making less than a school teacher makes. And he's probably making 20,000 a year. Yeah. And mom didn't work because she had three kids to take care of. Hey, so Bo, here, here's the key. All right. So what you just described so I think a lot of times we we think we have to go and spend all this money on big vacations. Right. And the truth is we don't. That's the point I wanted to make. Yes. We didn't don't. have the money to go do extravagant things. We just did a lot with what we had. And you were together a lot. Yes. And so we spent a lot of time outside going and discovering things. Might have been just driving up Pikes Peak and seeing from the window yeah. and going on a yeah. hike or doing that stuff. Yeah. Hikes are real cheap. Yeah. They're real cheap. <laughs> they're, uh, they're costly to our body, but they're real yeah, cheap. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we just had a blast. I mean, um, so yeah, anyway, if you talk to me or my siblings, a lot of our stories come from all the vacations we had as families. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What about you? What, what do you do as a leader of your household and some vacations you've taken? Yeah. So, uh, so we kind of alluded this in the intro is, so over the years, I think I made some mistakes 
when it came to vacations. Uh, when the kids were young, uh, some of the biggest mistakes was uh, I had unexpected, uh, I had unrealistic expectations on vacation. Like I, I really thought the picture of vacation is we were going to go somewhere, we're all going to get along, I'm going to get to spend a great deal of quality time with my wife. And yeah, when the kids are young, it just doesn't go that way. Uh-huh. They're they're usually uh, ex- they're extremely selfish. Mm. So they want what they want, and if they don't get it, they're having a fi- they're throwing a fit. Yep. And uh, so on a vacation, if you think about it, a lot of times you go on vacation and it kind of uh, pulls out all the selfishness in you. Yeah. Uh, hey, I, you can get anything you want on vacation. You can do anything you want. So when you don't get what you want on vacation, you almost feel entitled. Or, yeah. So. Uh, so, so we started vacationing differently uh, when the kids, I guess Hudson was about four. Uh, we would, we would took, we took a, a vacation to Pine Cove family camp every year for nine years. Wow. And it really was a, a different type of vacation because uh, we would have time together as a family. The kids would have time where they were doing activities outside of Misty and myself and Misty and I would get some time together. So so that was a big, big vacation. And it also gave us some tools and it gave us some people that uh, really just, um, I guess, helped us. So it, it, that's a that's a church camp, right? Yeah, so, so Pine Cove is, uh, they actually have multiple uh, camps, uh, multiple family camps and, and student camps. Uh, it's in East Texas. And yeah, it's a Christian camp. So so they're teaching, they're reinforcing biblical values, they're giving you language that uh, you can talk to your kids, your wife about. It really had a huge impact on our family. If I could go back and say, hey, what's one thing you need to do with your family? Uh, you would do well to go to Pine Creek. Really? Yes, yes. And I, I get no money for them to say that. Yeah. And I, I've spent, so it's about $4,000 to expensive, go. It's expensive, yeah. It's expensive to go. And I paid that every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, to go there because it because it was worth it. But I so, mean, that's what's going to cost me maybe even more to go on a ski, ski vacation or yeah, yeah. It's, go get it, a house somewhere at the beach. So it was comparable for us to like Disney World. We're like, okay, we can either go there, or Disney yep. World, and so you made the choice. Yeah, yeah. So so that was that that was one thing. Uh, the other thing that uh, <laughs> I feel weird saying this because uh, I'm I'm real cheap. I'm yeah. real tight. You know this about me, and. Uh, if I could go back and do something over, I think I would not be as cheap or as tight on vacation as I was. So I was often the fun killer. Like, yeah, hey, everybody's it costs too much money. Yeah. Every, no. Once we're there, like everybody's getting water. Okay. <laughs> uh, no, we're not. We're not gonna go buy no soda. We're not gonna buy sandwiches. We're gonna make our own oh sandwiches. My gosh, Jamie. we're gonna like. And and I would. I would be the fun. I killer. do not want a vacation with you. Well, I'm different now, Bo. Okay. <laughs> like I've learned because I, I realized that like the family would get up tight anytime we would want, they'd want to spend anything. Mm. And uh, so, so yeah, so, so it, it's kind of funny. So Misty grew up, uh, her family owned convenience store. So she loved convenience store food. So when we go get gas, she would come out with $40 worth of convenience store food. <laughs> it's just a it, pantry. It chaps <laughs> everything. And like, I was like, what is this? What, you know what I mean? And the kids, you know, they're coming out with uh, oh, yeah. Jolly Ranchers yeah. and, and gummy worms and, you know, every sugary <laughs> thing. And they think it's the greatest thing. And I'm just 
for the next 20 miles, I'm lecturing everybody how much it costs. And I was just the fun killer. Oh my. So, God. uh, so I, I, uh, that, that's something I'm growing past. So I so, wished I wasn't the fun killer. So a little side note, just to let you know this morning, uh, we had an air conditioning company come to our house, uh, cause our AC went out in our, in our bedroom and the lady helping us, we we're up in the attic checking out the AC and she goes, Hey, you work at Stonewater, right? And I was like, yes, ma'am. And she goes, I did Jeremy's AC unit when they were building their house. That guy's the cheapest guy in the world. <laughs> 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 and so you saying that made me remember. She goes, before he even built his house, he had a meeting with us to figure out what he had to do on the front end yes, to build his house yes. properly because he wanted it 68 degrees, but he didn't want to pay any money to get it there. That's exactly right. That's exactly Hey, it so worked. So you're saying that. It worked too, There's baby. Other, everybody it's called knows. Being, you're it's called being a good steward, Bo. Cheap. Being a good steward, Bo. <laughs> oh, my Bo. goodness. All right. So this summer, we're in the summer right now. It's July. Yes. And... uh Man, I've been working my tail off all year. Yep. My kids are out of school. Uh, I want to go on vacation. I feel like I don't have the money to do it. Um, my kids are getting antsy. Like, what? What's what? What do you tell guys if I were that guy? Like, I'm coming to you saying, Jeremy, I I want to take my three kids and my wife, and I want to go to Colorado. Uh, man, I don't know if I have the money to spend to do that. Now, is the smart thing? To tell them just to go or do something else and save up money for next year. I mean, like, what 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 do you do? Yeah, I, I think you just got to get. So I like this sort of stuff because uh, it's like the more boundaries you have, the more creative you have to be. So so if money's a boundary, just get creative. You know, it it may be that instead of going to Colorado, that you go camping on the Guadalupe River. You know, Misty and I did that. Uh, years ago where we we set up a tent on uh right outside new Braunfels and we floated the river for about two or three days together mm, that's cool and it was awesome yeah. the river's real cold in july and august like it's it it was inc- it's a cheap really cheap vacation it, that reminds me like when my when my kids were really small and i'd buy them a really expensive toy or something for them to bounce in and plays music yeah. and all this stuff and they'd Threw a fuss with it, but then you got a water bottle and put a penny in it, and they play with it for hours. And yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to go to Disney World to have fun, man. Yeah. So it's so true. Yeah. So so that's what I'd say. I say just get creative. And because the important thing is just making the memories, making the memories, spending time together. with the family. Yes, being together, being together, and there are a lot of great places to go in in Texas. So one year we did the uh, all the natural swimming holes. We, uh, you can do a Google search in Texas of all the natural swimming holes and we hit all those. That's cool. And especially in the summer on a hot summer day, uh, all those natural swimming holes, there's a lot of them around Austin, uh, area and new Braunfels, uh, right outside of Austin dripping Springs. There's some great swimming holes down there mm. and it's pretty cheap just to hit a bunch of those. Man. Yeah. A lot of fun. I feel like, uh, vacations fall in the realm of like getting in ruts. Yes. Like we just, we'll look up five years later and we haven't done much mm-hmm. because you just get in this rut of life of, of doing the same thing. I mean, you just do the same things. Life's busy. Uh, we have no time, but really you do. You yeah. just got to be intentional about it. Yeah. Like yeah. how do you find, how do you be intentional about the time and getting out of the stuck 
of the suck of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so let me give you, let me give you a couple pointers. Number one, go. All right, go on vacation. And then number two, be intentional. And here's what I mean. As the dad, everybody looks to you to drive the conversation. More than likely, y'all are all going to eat together on vacation, whether it's at a, a subway or whether it's at a, a condo or whether it's around a campfire. So as the dad, you drive the conversation. So here's here's what I always do. I always wake up early on vacation. I have a quiet time with the Lord. And in that quiet time, I try to figure out a way that I can communicate what God's teaching me to the family whenever we have lunch mm. or we have like a late breakfast. So I'll kind of share, hey, guys, here's what here's what I feel like God taught me in my quiet time. And then I'll usually ask a question that goes along with that. And then here's what happens at dinner. Every dinner, every vacation, you go with me, this is what I'm going to do, Bo. I'm, I'm giving my playbook. We're going to eat dinner, and then at the end of the meal, I'm going to start asking questions. I'll be like, hey, what was everybody's highlight today? What was your favorite thing that you did today? Then I'm going to ask uh, something like, uh, Hey, uh, when, what was something that you saw today that just made you laugh? Mm. Uh, and then, and then I'm going to like, we're going to get a little deeper. Okay. But here's what I always do the last day, the last day or the last night, use that time to affirm everybody in the group. Mm. So I, I just say, Hey, uh, tonight we've all had a great time this week together. Um, but tonight here's what we're going to do. We're just going to encourage each other. You've been spending time with each other. What is one thing that you admire or, or you just want to encourage somebody in this family with? And then we start, you know, we usually start with mama. Misty will go first and 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 we'll all speak into Misty and then maybe my daughter and we'll all speak. And, and we go around and everybody says something. By the end of it, I guarantee you half the family will have tears, mm. but everybody will feel feel encouraged. Yeah, that's neat. You got to uh, take note of that. When you're when you're saying that, uh, I'm thinking about like you guys out there listening to this or watching this that aren't young fathers or our age. I mean, you're way older than me, but way uh, older, dude. Whatever. But, but maybe grandparents out yeah. there, and uh, it's for you guys too. You have you have Anybody grandkids. Can do this. You have grandkids. Uh, one of the biggest things in my life was my mom's parents. My grandpa and grandma would take all nine of their grandchildren uh, the week after Christmas. And they'd get a house on the coast in California and they'd take us all over there. Mm. And that was their gift to the parents for the whole week after mm. Christmas. They had the whole week by themselves. But what it did for us, it created memories. And then every day at breakfast, grandpa would uh, read um, from the scriptures and he would speak into us and he would teach us. And he would, his favorite animal was the eagle. And so he'd say something about the eagle and what it does. And he'd re relate that to the Bible. And it was usually about the armor of God. Mm -hmm. So each day he would speak on the armor of God and why we got to put it on and wear it around. And it was just an incredible time to uh, really spend time with them. Number one, see grandma and grandpa interact as husband and wife even if though they were seen as grandma and grandpa and then him just with all nine of his grandchildren, it was a time for him to speak into all of us at one time and just yeah. be that example in our life. So that's where we really gain our identity. Okay. When, when somebody in authority that, that we love, like a mom, like a dad tells us who we are, man, we remember that yeah. you're probably fueled today by some things your grandfather told a you lot of those things. Yeah. 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 So it's really neat. And, and what I'm, trying to get across to men is and dads and fathers and leaders is um it's really hard to lead uh whether it's your organization your family uh from from the office desk 
or from the pulpit in your house. It's a lot easier to lead when you're out doing life together. Mm -hmm. So when you take them out of their element of the same routine of I get punished in this room, I go to my room, I have to clean my house, I do my chores and my homework right here. When you take them out of that, you're taking them out of the role of the child and you're just being an example to them and you're going to have fun with them. You're going to speak into them. And it's really a good time to uh, just do life with them and encourage them. And um, yeah, so get out of the house, get out, do something else. It's a really good time. Hey, what are some mistakes we make? How can I screw this up? Because I know like how you started this off uh, saying what you said is true in my house. I, I, uh, I struggle with control and pride. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. So I don't know. So uh, kill, kill all your expectations. Yeah. Okay. Whatever that little dream is that you have in your brain, it's all going to be like this. Just kill it before you even go. Yeah. And just say, God, what do you, what do you, what do you want? Yeah. And, and view it like a camping trip. You ever been camping? When you go camping, inevitably something goes wrong. Something doesn't work. Yep. Something goes wrong. Like, like inevitably I something. I forgot something. I forgot something. On vacation, something will go wrong. But if you're prepared for that ahead of time, hey, instead of making everything perfect, just go in with the attitude of, hey, something's probably going to go wrong. So maybe change your expectations. Yeah. Like expect for the kids to fight. Expect for something to be frustrating. Well, I I would say this. Just if you go into it with, hey, guys, uh, uh, like we're not perfect and we're going to give grace to each other and we're going to use this as a teachable moment. Mm. But, but I would say this, like, like go into it, uh, sharing with the, like, like inspire the family to love each other. Yeah. Like before you even go all pray together, maybe even have a, uh, a, a time the day before you go saying, Hey, what's everybody looking forward to on this vacation? Mm. How could this vacation be a, be a win for you? What do you want to do? What's something you're, you're excited about? And then the kids are starting to dream and they're a part of it. And it's not dad's vacation or mom's vacation who planned it. It really is our vacation. Yeah, and then good. the other thing I was going to say is, hey, when something goes wrong, bring everybody into it. Don't just dad or mom solve it. Bring the whole family in because that now it's a whole family issue. You get a flat tire. Hey, everybody's going to change a flat tire. Uh, the car runs out of gas. Or I remember one time, uh, you know how on your car it, it, it goes down. It's like, you got five miles left. You got four miles left. I've taken it to like two. I think. Yeah. So, so we were on zero. Okay. <laughs> we were on, we're going to, we were between San Antonio and Corpus Christi and we were on zero Come on. and we're all praying, Lord, please give us and <laughs> and bam. When we pulled into that, that gas, it was like a moment it was a is a moment for like yeah, everybody. Celebration. We're also everybody in our family remembers remembers that trip, mm. right? Because of that moment. That's cool. Because we're all praying for the same thing. So you used it. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Hey, uh, what are you look most looking forward to this summer? Yeah. So a couple of things. Israel, taking the whole family to Israel. You're going this to summer. Israel. That's so, cool. So we were taking the kids and then COVID hit back in 2020. So we never got to take them. So this will be a the trip that that we're all the first time, first time that the kids will be there. Misty yeah. and I've been there twice, so yeah. so that's going to be sweet. Uh, this is the last summer that we'll probably have both kids home. So uh, to to think about them going to Israel with that's just awesome. And then the other thing is our, our man trip. Hudson and I we're uh, loaded up and headed to Colorado. 
on our man trip, and that's going to be a blast. So what you do is you take – you because uh, you do this with your daughter too. Yep. So when they graduate, you let them – Pick a trip that they want to go on. With yeah, dad. we start we start dreaming about it. So uh, Jenna, and it's just you and them, right? Just me and them. So That's really just neat. dad and son, dad and daughter, and so we do some some kind of adventure, something that gets us out of our comfort zone, something that uh, makes us uh, have a little training before we go, and and we go with the, with big goals. So we go with our goals and and we go with the adventure and and we're gonna we're gonna tackle the trip, but we're also gonna use the trip. I mean, from here to Colorado, think of all the conversation we're going to have. That's going to be awesome. You know? I'm so, jealous. Like, I'm excited for you. Hey, you've got a daughter and I've two got boys. I've kids, yeah. So, like, you, I'm, I'm going to be jealous when you're doing it. Yeah. So, guys, like, honestly, I'm taking notes from Jeremy. And uh, that's why I really wanted to do this podcast. To, to Everything I've gleaned from this guy over the past four or five years, uh, I want to expose to everybody, like, Write that down. Like, it's a big thing. Um, so if you have younger kids and they're going to graduate high school, uh, maybe plan that. Like, you have a lot of years to plan that. You don't have to spend a bunch of money, but make it adventurous, make it fun, and just uh, make it an opportunity to be able to speak into them at that time. What a, what a big, impactful time of their life to be able to do that with. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, what a great uh, podcast to talk about right here at the summertime. Uh, let's go have fun with it. One last thing, uh, uh, to make things fun, there's just a little park here in Granbury. One night I decided to, to get my kids together and I let them up like we were going to go on a big trip. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, guys, you need to bring a flashlight. You need to bring all this stuff, right? It was, it was like a weekday. It was like yeah. a Tuesday at 9 PM. It was dark outside, but they, in their kid minds thought, oh my gosh, what are we going to, I was like, I don't know how long we're going to be out there. I don't know if we'll be able to get back. And we just drove down to the Acton little, they had trails or something. I've never, never been to nature little, center. Yeah. Nature center, Acton yeah. nature center here locally. And, uh, that was like the craziest, they, they were scared going into it, but just something like it cost me $0. They had to find their flashlights around the house, their headlights. They thought we were going to go. We might be out there for days. It was they had an no adventure, clue. It man. Was an adventure. That's so, all, like our kids need adventures. Yeah. So guys, like, just if you're listening to this, going, I can't pay four grand to take my like go on an adventure, and it could just look like that. But it's to build memories with the, your family, with your kids, with your spouse. It's just a great time to uh, to be an example and to lead them well. Hey, thanks for watching. We'll see you next time. Have a great summer.